Hello and welcome to the Homeschool Conversations Africa podcast. Here we discuss homeschooling from the African perspective and the unique challenges that come with it. If you're considering homeschooling, we hope to inspire you as you take this bold step. If you're already a homeschooler, we are here to share encouragement for this wonderful journey we are on to educate our children in the best way we can. We are your hosts, Jifa Andam and Harissa Nete Marvel. Let's dive right into today's conversation. Previously on Homeschool Conversations Africa. We are excited to have with us today a friend from Accra, Ghana, Amanate, who's going to share her homeschooling journey with us. Uh, we live in Accra, um, actually out of Accra, a bit out, out, out of town. Um, um, the first time when we moved there, this was about um, maybe about eight years ago. It would take me about 15 minutes to drive to work and it was so easy. As I speak today, it can easily take me three hours to go to do the same distance. You know, wow. it's just gotten wow. out of control. It's out of them. Yeah. Wow. That's so that's something. really helping it. Um, we would have to wake them up around four in the morning, mm. um, get them ready, dress them up, and then sit in the traffic. I mean, they, they would always sleep yeah. in the car before before we get them to school. And after a while, mm-hmm. we noticed we started to notice, you know, that there were some frustrations. They were always tired, just grumpy, and attitudes were mm-hmm. changing. They were always just, you know, things were just off. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. we just had to make that decision. Um, I mean, we could have easily taken them to other schools in the neighborhood. Good, but it's a new area there were not that many that many schools that we were so excited about so yeah that's that's really it trying to get your children to the school mm-hmm. that you want and back alone it's like a journey every every day and yeah. that alone can take its toll on the kids yes and you yeah. so that in yeah. itself is a reason yeah. to homeschool. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of people, when they think about homeschooling, think that it's a daunting task enough. Um, and then much less doing it with a baby. Yes. Um, now that you have three young children and a six-month-old, how are you managing? <laughs> how are you managing to teach while caring for the baby? And what has that whole process been like? I, I, I'm really also curious to know about how your pregnancy was as well and homeschooling yeah yeah so um i mean i i I wouldn't lie um it's tough um and i'm i'm seeing this as a um you know anyone who is trying to start a business you know it's tough it's difficult um but then it's the end results and then the, the freedom that we get in this journey it's, mm. it's what keeps us going. Um, and so usually for, for, for our kids, the oldest one, um, who is eight now, um, he is very familiar with, with the curriculum. And so for him right now, he's at a very good place where he's pretty much independent and can um, run his day 
with um, as little interference from me as possible. Um, but with that said, I check in with him mm-hmm. from time to time uh, just to make sure that he's doing what is required and learning. Um, and then um, the other, with the other ones, um, is the same. So it's the same for my five-year-old. Um, he, um, yeah, for him as well. Usually, I sit with him for about like an hour in a day, um, and he's able to, you know, cover all that he's, he should he should do. Um, the biggest challenges are with the baby and then um, the three-year-old. I start my day with them. Um, make sure that usually between, you know, between eight and 10, I sit with them together uh, with the baby and my three-year-old. Um, for them, I know we've gotten to a place, a very comfortable place where I know they are, you know, they, they are nap and they are sleep patterns. And so from usually after breakfast, uh, by, by the time we're done with breakfast, um, between eight and 11, you know, it's a lot of napping for the baby and then the three-year-old. Um, and so during that time, I, I, I'm able mm. to focus on the oldest ones. Um, but then um, we, we do take breaks quite often. Uh, when, when I need to take a break, we, 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 try, we, we break and then, um, you know, take, take some, some rest. Uh, and it's mm. been good. Because, I mean, because the baby also sleeps quite a lot. My, I've, I think I've been quite lucky with this baby. Um, he sleeps quite a lot. And so there's very little mm-hmm. um, interference with him. But the, with mm. the toddler, the three-year-old, you know, he's, she, she's the, <laughs> she's the, she's the, um, how do I put it? She's the one who keeps me, you know, running around most of the time. On your toes. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, she keeps me on my toes. She keeps me on my toes. I, um, once she, she's, she's able to, once she has her tablet, which has, you know, her alpha blocks and all her ABC songs, you know, once she's plugged into that, she's okay. So I try to put her into like some 45 minutes breaks, 45, 30 to 45 minutes of, uh, you know, play and and tablet time um so that i'm able to focus on on, on the other ones um as well oh. thanks emma that's important because yeah. i mean this is the reality right um yeah you start homeschooling you have a child maybe a couple of years later you have to have another child um, that wasn't the case for me i think my my last well my last one was pretty young when we began homeschooling, but at least I didn't have to do the whole pregnancy and everything I'm trying to do with kids. I can't imagine it. But I think what's important that you mentioned is um, take breaks when you need to. Moms, please don't kill yourselves. I mean, you're in no competition with anyone, okay? This this is important to remember because we it's easy for us to look at the next person and think, oh my goodness, they're doing this. And some moms may be pregnant and be super mm-hmm. moms and others mm-hmm. just, you know, can't <laughs> deal, can't cope. So, yeah. yeah, so just look at your own situation and and do what is best for you and your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this yeah. I think this is important for us to remember. Amma, I don't think you yeah. answered Carissa's question about the pregnancy oh, period. yes, the pregnancy yeah it was it was it was difficult i must say the first you know the mm-hmm. first trimester and all the morning sickness it, it was hard um but then you know the beautiful thing is that the kids 
for the very first time, they really saw me, um, saw my belly, you know, kind of evolve from mm-hmm. almost flat to having a very huge bump. Um, and so they're, they're constantly asking me questions. It was almost like, you know, we had a, a, a like a whole new subject um, of pregnancy, just, just you know, mm-hmm. answering the questions on, you know, <laughs> asking me questions about when the baby's coming, what does the baby look like, you know, does the, doesn't the baby need fresh mm-hmm. air, you know, and, and all of that. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I tried, I tried... I tried my best to um, answer all of their questions. Um, there were some difficult questions like, you know, so how, how would the baby come out uh, and all that? Those <laughs> ones. Um, That's okay. I'm not sure I answer that question, you know, properly, but maybe sometime they, they, when, when they're a bit older, um, we'll have that discussion. But it was good. We, we tried to mm. um, get them involved in all the the major um, uh, milestones and they were pretty excited that's wonderful that's education right there hmm? would, you, you know? would you say <laughs> yeah yeah uh, would you say that Abeka using Abeka helped because um, maybe it's not as hands-on mm, as yeah. other yeah. curriculum during this so during much. that time Yes, it did so much. Um, you know, um, usually for, for the Abeka DVDs, um, it's almost like, you know, sitting in a class and having a teacher, you know, standing in front of you and, and, and teach. And so usually I put them, they are all in different rooms. Otherwise, you know, it would be very, very chaotic um, having three DVDs or DVD mm. sets in one room, mm. yeah. Playing at the same time. <laughs> everyone, you know, yeah, every, everyone is put in a different place. Once I put them on, um, you know, they, they are good to go, especially for the first two, the, the, the eight and then the, the five. Um, and the, the, the videos are very engaging. So it's fun. It's fun for them. They, they, they do mm. enjoy it. When they're tired, they, they, they can pause and then they will come and tell me, mommy, I need to take a break. Um, and that's fine. Mm. And so that that gave me that kind of freedom, you know. So that it did. You're right. It did help me a lot. Um, mm. But you know, I still had to deal with a three-year-old. Uh, so <laughs> she's not. She's she's not. She's not. She's not on Abeka yet. For her, we just do freestyle. Um, her playing and tablets and just writing and singing ABC songs. Um, yeah. So, but but I I did get a bit with the the big ones. Because of Abeka. Mm. I'm sure somebody, anybody listening would think that that's like so much work. I mean, <laughs> managing three children and well, two older ones, a toddler and a baby. And I'm just wondering, how do you keep yourself together <laughs> during the day? What keeps you going? What are some things that you do to keep yourself motivated and um resting and just being in a good headspace to be able to guide their learning yeah you know um i i, I learned about that there's a quote i stumbled upon some time ago uh, and it simply said that you know homeschooling is not it's, it's not just an idea of um, teaching subjects and um you know following a curriculum but it's more about um you know, having a lifestyle of learning. Um, and I found, when I first found it, it was, I, I thought it was quite profound. Um, 
So having that in mind, I have broken away from the thought of I have to get all of them seated at the same time. Nobody's talking, you know, no, everybody mm. sit down upright and, you know, all of that. I, I, I used to do, I used to do that in the, I think the first year uh, and that was stressful. Yeah. I'm not going to do that again. Uh, and now, you know, having this at the back of my mind that it's more of the lifestyle and getting them to know how to learn to to, mm. to have within them that the, the idea of i'm learning to, to learn uh, because that I mean that's really the, the whole concept of um being get, getting educated to be able to pick up things and learn on your own um yeah and so true. usually usually when when they are tired i i tell them when they are tired they would come to me and, and ask me mommy can i have five minutes break and then i would say fine take a break um, but then also, um, what, what, what has been very important for us is, uh, something we, we do every morning before classes, we have circle time. Um, we all sit together uh, and during this time, that's usually after breakfast, we talk about what we want to achieve for the day. Um, we, tr- we try to be, you know, as playful and fun, try to make it fun as possible, um, and then sometimes, you know, because of how strict Abeka is, um, I've tried over the years, I've also learned to just make it work for, for us. Um, and so when we are tired, mm. we need to make it fun. We make it fun. Um, there are times we don't watch the DVDs. We just, you know, talk through the subjects. Um, mm. And that's the whole beauty. Mm. And not, not to be run by, you know, a curriculum and, and all that. Yes. Um, so sometimes, sometimes we wake up and my oldest feels like he wants to read. Um, and I'll say, okay, go ahead. I have about 30 minutes and read your story, whatever book you want to read, he'll pick it and read. And whenever he's ready, we'll start with maybe arithmetic or something else. Um, and that's, that, that's the biggest lesson I've learned. Um, because following a curriculum and following those guidelines, it's great. But then, I mean, you get tired. You, you mm-hmm. get burned out very easily. And so I've just decided, you know what, we, we, will, we will do this um, and find um, an approach that will work for us. And by usually by 10, if I see the, I measure the, the mood and the temperature in the room, I see everybody's tired. You know, we break, step outside. The boys may want to do basketball or something and they're allowed to do that maybe for 10 minutes and then we, we all come back in. Um, so that's, that's how we've done it. It's important. It's important what you're saying. We have to let our, our curriculum, if we're using it, has to work for us. We don't have to become slaves of it. So these are, these are the things that we have to remind ourselves of constantly. So Ama, what are some, some of the things that, um, your children love most about about homeschooling, what, 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 I mean, they've had both experiences. Do they tell you that yeah. they like to be at home or do they want to go back to school? And if they do like being educated at home, what do they like about it? What are some of their favorite things? I'm curious. Yeah, I, I haven't resisted, you know, <laughs> I try to resist the temptation of um, asking them, you know, do you want to go back to school? Um, <laughs> I, I asked them in the, in the beginning, I, I did ask. Um, and I think in the beginning, 
because I was very, very new and um, inexperienced, I was basically trying to run a school in, in the house. And so when I asked them, do you want to go back to school? The response was like, it's not different. It's the same thing that we are doing. Um, mm. <laughs> we used to do at school. Um, and I was wondering why, um, why, why they said that. But, you know, after, after about a couple of years later, um, after I have learned my own lessons and trying to relax a bit, they, they would always tell me that, no, they never want to go back. They never want to go back to school because, I mean, in a school, if a child is tired, a child cannot walk up to a, a teacher and say, I'm tired. Can I take a break? That's not possible. In, a, in a, At least in the schools my kids went to, that, that would never have been possible. Mm. Um, in, the, in the morning, if my son feels like he wants to do language first before arithmetic, uh, or if he feels like reading a, po- a poem before starting the class, I mean, that's not doable um, in a traditional school setting. Um, and so for the freedom that they enjoy now, the answer to this question for them is always no, like we want to do this at home. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, 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 that has been um, our experience. They, okay. they, they enjoy the fact that they enjoy the fact that they, um, you know, that there is some level of freedom for them. Um, and I think one, there was one thing my, my son, my oldest son said to me, uh, which got me really, I'm not sure if I should say sad or I don't know. So that there was, um, he, he used to tell me when he was in school that some of the kids were not nice to him, um, that they, w- they would call him funny names and things like that. And then he, he, one of those times when I asked him a question about, do you want to go back to school or do you want to stay? He would say that, you know, I want to stay at home because nobody would tell me, would say mean things to me um, mm. when I go to school. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, it's been, um, it, it's something that has stuck with me for a long time. Um, but I can't also resist the question of, so what happens when they go back, you know, to school in, in the near future? Maybe You're reading my mind. <laughs> You're reading my mind. Because <laughs> I was going to say, what let's happens? talk about this. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let, yeah. What happens when they go to high school? You will still meet mean kids, and there will still be bullies and things like that. But I think that um, our approach has been, for now that they are so young and um, still growing, mm-hmm. let's protect them and then um, teach them how how to maneuver these these hard times because they will face it. Uh, they will face these things later in life when. Um, when they are in high school or, or university, and so it's I, I I mean it's not about homeschooling hasn't been for us. It hasn't been about shying away from from tough um, conversations or shying away from hard environments. Mm. I think it's just been the pre- preparedness. You know, are they ready? Are they prepared now for these things? Um, and for us, we feel like maybe they are not. Um, and so let's, let's get the fundamentals right with them, with their parents at home. And then when they are much older and matured, um, when they find themselves in harsh environments, um, they will be able to maneuver um, and find their own way. 
Yeah, there's mm. no shortage of meanness around us. So, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Carissa. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't know that um, allowing our kids just to endure that abuse, I, I, I feel like it has become normalized now. We think that uh, it's okay for them to suffer through it. Like it's some but kind I'm of training ground. Like it's, yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but I, I don't necessarily believe that to be the best thing for children. A lot of I, a lot of adulthood trauma that we carry along with us, it's from these kind of experiences. Mm-hmm. And then we have to spend a whole lifetime sort of untangling some of those things. And yeah. so I think there is some good wisdom in protecting our children until they are ready, until they are yeah. confident in who they are and where they're from, mm-hmm. to be able to face some of those things with a level head. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I think. I completely agree with you two ladies. Yes, because I mean, let's think about soldiers before they are sent to the battlefield. They have to go through lots and lots and lots of training. They are not just put out there, you know, without any training. So I don't know why we think that it's all right to do this with our children. Um, We have to train them. That's what we are commanded to do in the scriptures we have to bring them up we have to train them in the right way and as we do this naturally they will be able to to deal with these things as they come along they will learn about human dignity they will learn about how Mm -hmm. to respond um in Mm -hmm. love and all of these things having empathy yes having empathy yes Mm -hmm. and even you know what we did if you have more than one child your children are dealing with this because we have little sinners, right? Yeah. <laughs> in our homes. <laughs> there are no saints. Right in the home. <laughs> yes, I have four of them and I see this every day. So already they are dealing with it. Maybe light on a light, yeah. <laughs> you know, in a in a lighter form. Mm. But they are dealing with this. But I think that is that is enough training ground. So yes, sometimes people think, oh, you're protecting your kids, you're shielding them. I don't believe it. I don't I don't think that's a fair criticism because like you said, what so I should just put them out there for all the horrible bullying stories that we hear about. Yeah you know, these days. Um, but I think, I, yes, I, I completely agree with, with you two ladies. Let's train them. Let's give them the best, even in dealing with each other, siblings, you know, let's keep teaching them. And they do interact. It's not like they're in cocoons. They do have children in the neighborhoods mm-hmm. they play with. Sometimes depends yeah. on where you are. They meet children yeah. at church. Yes, all of these places. Yeah. You can meet mm-hmm. children who are mean or bullies, or mm-hmm. even your children mm-hmm. may be sometimes, yeah. you know, if you're not to yeah. be. So these are all mm-hmm. opportunities to teach and to help them grow. And yes, by the time they're older, they'll be able to deal with these um, situations. Yeah. 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 So I agree. That's no reason to, mm-hmm. to, to just send them out there just for that, just so that they have that mm-hmm. experience. Experience, yeah. So, Amma, um, mm-hmm. yes. oh, I think yeah. we're getting to the end of mm-hmm. our time. Huh? We've had quite a, a, an interesting and rich discussion. I hope our listeners are learning mm-hmm. some things just, you know, from hearing mm-hmm. your story. Yeah. We love to interview people and hear their stories because, you know, everybody has a different story. And we believe that there's something in there that, you know, different people may identify with somebody 
somebody may have had a similar experience even somebody may be on the fence thinking like what do i do about this or that and and your experience may help them to clarify things so now that we are getting to the end i just want to ask you what advice you would give to new homeschooling parents we like to ask this question all the time so what advice would you give to new homeschooling parents or what encouragement would you give to those who are who have been doing it just like you for a while or maybe even those on the fence who are considering it um, is there any particular advice that you have for these groups of people Well, I think I'm still pretty new, um, still learning. Um, but I would say that, um, you know, in all of this, what has given us our peace of mind is um, doing what's working or what's best for us. Um, we're, we're all different families. Um, so if you're able to figure out what will work for you, maybe for you, it would be uh, a normal school system, a traditional school. If, if it works for you, that's fine. Um, but if something is not working and um, you, you, you know complete, completely that, no, this is not right, um, just have, 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 have that, you know, spelled out very clearly um, and, and decide for yourself and not, um, you know, do not think that, oh, maybe it's going to be easy or homeschooling is easy. So let me do it because it's for that reason. Um, no, it's, it's, it's not. It's not going to be easy. It's hard like any other venture in life. Mm. Um, you know, I would also say that the, the, the second thing I would also say is that, um, you know, you, you need to be comfortable with, with uncertainties. Um, if, if you're someone who is, who, who needs, you know, everything, all the stars lined up properly um, and all T's crossed and I's dotted before you make a move, um, you, you may want to spend some time, do your own research, spend the time to read. There's, there's, you know, an overwhelming amount of information out there. Read, do your own research, answer your own questions, the questions that you have about, about this journey. Um, and be comfortable with it when you make the decision be comfortable with it um but if you know along the way when you start having doubts you can always go back to your reasons why um, and remind yourself of, of those reasons um i would also say um you know wh when we started um, and we we're following the curriculum you know letter for letter and doing everything every single thing it said oh my god i remember being so worn out um mm -hmm. But I would say, I would say, you know, for all the lessons, at least for us, this is what I have seen. For all the lessons in, in our curriculum, um, there are a lot of the times there are things in there that the kids already know and they are pretty confident in those areas. They know them, they can do it. Um, there's no point in, you know, having to redo those and repeat just for the sake of doing it. Um, and so if you feel... You, you are in a better position to, to, um, to tell which areas your, your child is struggling in. You can choose a day, maybe a day, one day at a time, um, and address those difficulties. Um, you don't necessarily have to do language and history and geography and French and all the 10 subjects, everything in a day. No, 
um, that will probably break you. Um, mm. So just find a schedule that works for you. If your mornings are hectic, maybe you can do homeschool in the afternoons. There are days we've done schools in the night. There are days we've done school in the afternoon because somebody um, we needed to make it, maybe make a trip to the dentist or see a doctor or something. Um, and that's been the beauty about homeschooling, right? Um, yeah. We don't. It doesn't have to start at eight in the morning and end at three. You know, you can start at eleven if that's what's going to work for your family. If 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 another child needs to sleep in a little bit, uh, you can sleep in. You know, on some days. So for us, for example, on Fridays, our kids, the kids asked us on Fridays to have my two oldest, actually the eight and the five year olds. They they asked to have Fridays. They named it the the free track day. So on Friday, it's more about them. They choose what to do. Um, and I have very little say in, in what happens on Friday. So that that's what, you know, it's working for, for us at this moment. Um, maybe for your family, you can do all day, Monday to Friday. But if you see and, you, you know, you monitor and see that maybe you can only do three days a week or four days in a week, Fair enough. You know, don't stress and kill yourself. Yeah, um, it's not a competition. Day, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not. It's it's not a competition. Um, it's a progress. <laughs> as long as you're making progress, mm-hmm. um, you know, that's that's the most important thing. Yeah. So th- those would be my um, yeah. my my <laughs> top uh, tips. <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> those. Are, I don't know if those are tips. <laughs> that's it for me. Thank you so much, Ama, for coming on and um, sharing your story with us. I know you've shared your top tips already, but um, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners before we wrap up? You know, I would also say that um, um, it's it, it's a it, it's it's a family affair, right? Homeschooling is a family affair. Um, I've, I've, I've talked to other people, um, other families where the husband is not on board and that wife is on board, wife wants to do it, husband is not ready yet. Um, so, you know, I, I think in situations like that, if you find yourself in that situation, you know, you two need to sit and then really iron out the differences because it's not going to be worth it if, you know, the wife feels happy doing it and then the husband is not. It would just be one um, you know, you, you don't want to start off in, in such a way. So just make sure that both of you are fully on board um, and happy with your decision. Um, and you need to be comfortable with, with uncertainties mm-hmm. if you're homeschooling. Um, not all the days are equal. Some days you'll be able to do all that you plan. Some days everything will go wrong and you may not be able to do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so just <laughs> really live in the moment and enjoy um, enjoy some days my kids you know look after the when when baby's having a good day and you know she, he's giggling and laughing some days all the kids just you know run around the baby and just keep him happy um and <laughs> yeah that's what that's, exactly and and that's how we've um kept it at it and uh, making this more of a lifestyle rather than a rudimental, you know, strict academy type of thing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. 
wonderful advice yeah. wonderful mm-hmm. thank, thank you. you so much thank you emma i thank you thank you i've too. been enriched listening to this i love these conversations because i i listen and i learn mm-hmm. something new every time or oh, i'm encouraged you know be comfortable with uncertainties that's what i'm taking away today <laughs> That's what I'm keeping with me. And I'm going to remind myself <laughs> this week. <laughs> I'm going to remind myself of this this coming week. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, Ama. Thank you, mm. dear listeners, for joining Carissa, Ama, and me yeah. today. Yes, we've we've um had a wonderful time hearing Ama's story, her journey to homeschooling and hearing about how it's going. And we hope that you've been encouraged to, um, or you've picked up something, learned something new. Please share this with somebody who you think uh, will be encouraged by it as well. Um, As always, we'll have any links that we alluded to in the show notes below. And remember to check out our Instagram and facebook pages so instagram is homeschool underscore conversations and our facebook page is homeschool conversations podcast so we hope you do follow us on our socials yes thank you thank you once again thank you ama for um sharing your time with us Uh, we hope that you all have a blessed week ahead bye bye bye